Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm Perrin. And I am Cedius. And as usual, we are joined uh, by a guest. Our guest this episode is Charles Hubble. Hello, very pleased to be here. And uh, what Charles. What episode are we on before we get Oh, God Charles? damn it! See, we just started season two, so. Uh, 27. All right. See, I have no idea. Don't, I've, I've don't, don't quote that. Can we let that shit die? Can we just. No, it's way more fun to, to, to ask you what the episode is. You have to know what episode it is because yeah. there's a certain pride to it. That's right. So then you say, look, fellow drinkers, we've been drinking for 27 episodes. Isn't that Marty? Which is magical because that's like 52 different drams of scotch. We're on the episode we're on at. Yeah, it'll be 54 if you're counting this. Well, we well, haven't we drank them yet. And you were missing for some of them, That's and there's true. been special editions, and so my liver hurts more than yours does. Math is hard. Let's go shopping. <laughs> shopping. <laughs> that just means I've For more booze. Well, we there, there, there's that potential. Yeah, oh, so don't forget the, the... You got the flyer thing? That's the next episode. All right, I'm just yeah, making yeah, sure. No, right. no. Just making sure. Yeah, no, I, that, I cut this pimping thing down, Dave. All right, I mean, all right. I, I, you, you mocked me for taking notes before we started the oh, show. Oh, no, 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 I I, I'm notes. not. I'm not mocking you. I'm saying I, I, I legitimately said that we upgraded to, to writing things down on paper, which we, we have upgraded to writing things down on paper, dear listeners. So, <laughs> Which is we, pale face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want you all to know that I, I I'm here at this episode with with fear and trepidation. Um, Ooh, this, this is where be fear. this is where <laughs> this is I my place trepidation. where angels fear to tread. If there were, such I'll be the things. and I guess. <laughs> yeah, yes. you be the and. You're Damn the, it! You're the locutor. <laughs> yeah, I bring it all together because I'm really a rum guy. And uh, oh. not really a Scotch guy. Two thirds of the hosting finds that a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do too. It's just you guys got to it before I did. I was busy writing shit yeah. down. And and when it comes to and Scotch, you can't talk and write at the same time. You no, know, when it comes no. to Scotch, it was always dudes uh, like who they were always seemed more sophisticated than me, and they knew well. If you don't like Scotch, then you know Scotch is what. Sophisticated people. Huh? And we drink other pictures. Oh, come on. I want to drink with the pirates. You know, I, I drink scotch because it a makes pirate. me classy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all need our help, don't we? I, yeah, well. <laughs> and, and some of us drink a lot because then we believe we're classy. Yes. <laughs> no, the great thing about rum drinks is, you is well, you have to have a plastic coconut. That's that's my only limit is mm. if if it's not if it doesn't have an umbrella or a plastic coconut involved I, say, I, I don't feel like I'm really drinking rum. I I, I dig on well, the tasty drinks at uh, at Psycho Susie's and there there are no rum based yeah. 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 Psycho Susie's what a fantastic place to go. Should, I, you know I, I, can I we get a sponsorship have... for this oh, show? Oh, from Psycho Susie's. I, I, I know amazing. one of the founders. Wow, well, he's not involved anymore. It's his ex-wife. And, Ooh, that yeah, I I still have to say I honestly preferred the old location. I mean I love the fact the new location's bigger and you know, we got more going on. More accessible. I, the the old location was punk and I loved it. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, I was eating there once and the rain was dripping through the ceiling on me and that didn't enhance my my enjoyment. Yeah. That's totally punk. You I, know it is. Yeah. yeah. You know when I in there. <laughs> that's right. At the new location, because I'd never been to the old location. I was I walked in and I was like, am I in the right place? Because I knew the guy who started it up, 
and he uh, he's not the kind of guy to be in the, this kind of tiki bar sort of environment. And everybody I knew who was going there that I was meeting, these aren't the kind of people that I would see at, like, like at a Hawaiian luau tiki bar. No, they're a punk bar. I think it's a form of, if I may be so bold, I think it's a form of hipter, hipsterism. Sure. That, that I think punks and... And metalers and rockers all sort of adapt. Because, you know, I mean, the, the tiki room thing mm-hmm. is a totally different subculture. I have, I have a dear friend who just loves, he gets magazines uh, about the tiki culture, and he, he's planned out how he's going to renovate his basement, and wow. he's going to do all that. And um, and then there's just, you know, the tattooed roller derby girl, you know, serving at the waitress, and it just happens to be a tiki bar. Although, I, I, I got a kick out of it because I love the tiki room at Disney. And, oh. <laughs> and uh, there is a, a there they stopped, but there was a podcast, the Tiki Room TV. Oh, which which was about drinking interesting tiki drinks. Yeah, while they I don't did strange things. So. Yeah, well, we dig the Tiki Room thing on Transylvania Television, the uh, the, the puppet show that I do with um, Gordon Smooter and, and Michael Kegel and and uh, Jeff Neppel and Laszlo. Uh, by the way, we're going to say hello to Laszlo because just last night I was on Burn and Brew, the Burn and Brew podcast. <laughs> nice. So they gave me a wonderful cigar and an amazing beer to go with it. Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to Frost and Porter about doing some uh, some crossover with them too. It's a Porter uh, is definitely down. Frost is the one that I need to convince because mm. um, he's generally I left the impression, at least I've been told, that he's not so much the hard liquor guy either. We, um, all you have to do is tell him that he has the chance to use a table saw and hurt himself with it, <laughs> and he is there. <laughs> He's got enough of that going on with his house, yeah, and I, I really, and, and yeah, that's that's a whole thing. Yeah, it's really too bad that this isn't going to be airing the day after his uh, his big benefit party. Yeah, I know. I, well, sadly, I'm not going to be able to be there. I've got a, a previous engagement. Well, I might, I might, I might be there late. I might be there late. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to try to go. Late, but, yeah. I don't think but it's toddler-friendly. No, probably not. So that kind of leaves me out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Dave's giving me that eyeball where uh, we, got we, we can we can totally talk. I just want to smell. Yeah, oh, I, I, I honestly, I was, I, I was I smell, smelling this one without having to put the glass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love this one. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm, I'm going to have to say, and I, I told you guys this before, that I think I think I'm going to be very Tim Wick in this episode <laughs> uh, because I'm not a drinker, and I'm more of a. But I, when I was, I was more of a rum guy, and I know we're talking about the plastic coconuts, and I. And that got us in a tiki. So my point was, <laughs> I never drank rum out of a plastic coconut, and I uh, I didn't. I, I liked shame. I liked glass shooters, and I would just take Bacardi straight. Thank you very much. Hardcore rum drinker, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, okay, a very nice smoky. Yeah, it is smoky, yeah. smoky, meaty, and oh, by the way, dear viewers, a little formaldehyde. This is the Lafroig Cardias Origin. And, uh, yeah, can I, can I read it? Oh, we read it afterwards. You read it afterwards. Read so it we have to afterwards. taste it, and then you can read it. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we don't want to influence your opinion <laughs> no. of things. There, there is yeah. one, there is one thing in here, though, that How many would, authors would won't agree influence us? your, your taste, but it should warm your, the cockles of your heart. Oh, my God. According to this, when you open a bottle of Lefroig, you, you are opening the heart of the community. So, drink down, uh, it's someone's heart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm behind the I like that a lot. 
Yeah. Are you part um, of the Friends of the Frog program? I um, want to reach in and you know, grab someone's heart to pull it out I first. Think, I, think, uh, I, I purchased at least four, possibly five Lafroigs for this show now, and I don't know that I bother to register any of the freaking tags that come I, with models. I, I've always, I've always enjoyed. I mean, to me, it's always been Laughing Frog. Well, that's but, yeah, but, but it's before. it's a nice. Well, this is this is a very classic smell. Yeah, yeah, is it? I mean, I, yeah. It's they're very peaty, smoky, very Lafroig. It's it's all peat and smoke and all um, sorts of tastiness. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I mean, in the nose, I'm not getting much past. No, it's peat and smoke, but I mean, there's no there's no medicine-y smell. There's, no, 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 there's no alcohol smell. I'm, I'm, and that's why I'm content. You know, it to took me a while. Really, it took me a while because at first I was reminded of like you know dissecting frogs in science class, but after I've been because I've been sitting here these last few minutes just listening and talking and holding my nose above it, and it's changed for me. Well, yeah. the formaldehyde smell has gone away. There's a, there's a there's a tart apple mm, in there for me too. Yeah, I can. And I think that one that's what's fairly unique to the to the cardias. Is, is there's, there's that there's that tartness. The is there something to allowing it to breathe? Is that why uh, I feel well, like it's changed? Yes, a little bit. Plus, uh, uh, your nose will lose the ability to smell certain things as time oh. as you as you breathe it in. So, what an will... unreliable feature of our face. Yeah. So, so you'll lose so you'll lose the ability to smell certain things, and then you'll be able to smell the other things better. Well, on the plus oh. side, though, it does mean if you go to New York after a while, you don't smell the urine. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm told. I've never been there myself. There yeah, but so, yeah. Yeah. You, can, you can prep yeah. for that, though. You My can brother smell the urine before you go. And well, then... you have a young child, so I suppose that's easy. But yeah. Yeah. Andrew, too, how old is your child? Just turned two. Just turned two, minus 14 months. Ah, wonderful. Yeah. Little but Henry Parker. 14. <laughs> He's 14. He's quite small. <laughs> yeah, He's you know, 14 I, months. Rowan, Rowan sure Ashland have... Danger Clump. Marvelous. Thank you to you. <laughs> yeah, you I, 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 actually, I realize I don't know that I've seen Charles since her driver's license. Yeah, so I mean, maybe. Uh, so, so Cedius and I run into each other all the time at Convergence. And that, I think that's the last time I saw you yes. as well, uh, was at Convergence. Was it this last? Yeah, oh, yeah. This last time? Yeah, great. Um, and uh, and over the years, and Cedius and I first met. <laughs> Back when, back when I was a little oh, more, little more gothy than I am now, but yeah, uh, we were all a little more gothy back then. But you know, uh, we were doing um, a gothy comedy show. Yeah, called it, it was Dark Humor Television. So it was DHTV. It was there was there was a it was, there was a show within the show which was doing sketch comedy that had gothic twists on things. So we had like what was it the the, the Mighty Morphin Power Derangers or something like it was. I don't remember, I don't remember exactly that. But, so, so that that was the skit. The skit we had yeah. we had goth track. Yeah, goth track. Uh, it, 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 see, it was goth track. It was the the uh, adventures yeah. of the starship Einstein. The ship right here, because no one can pronounce that band name. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure, Dave can. He knows what it is, but he knows the band I'm talking about. I do know. The, I do know the band. Of course, I'm eating right now, so yeah. of course I can't. Of course. I don't like them. <laughs> I've seen them. Li- I've seen them live. After I knew I didn't. What like is them. that like? Right. I have two of their albums, and I, I I swear I've listened to both the albums each twice. twice? I mean, I'm sure yeah. I've listened to the whole album through once. I have to do that. Right. And then I throw a track on here or there. But it's the, the music isn't fantastic, but watching them make the music is beautiful. That must be amazing. It yeah. is. It is. It is. Are performers amazing. and not musicians? Yeah. Well, 
I mean, you know, I, I have a I have a buddy Jeff who's a, was into experimental noise for a while, and so he took me to some Amer- experimental noise shows. And I watch a dude take an electric violin bow and play a bed frame. Yeah, that was electrified. God, it sounded horrible, but yeah. it was beautiful. Really? Yeah. Like, did you ever? Did that's you ever, remarkable. Did you ever see Savage World happen? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, Savage. I was gonna say Savage World. Um, yeah. I just wanted to know. I about love it. Is very much, very much like that, except. More. Well, because Savage Oral Hotbed is very rhythmic. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they, they, they more musical. They do. Oh, yeah, they mm-hmm. do interesting things. I mean, uh, propane the propanophones and. Yeah. Um, but it is very song music, musically driven. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't just bang things to see what that will sound like. Yeah. Um, and and they really have a melodic theme through their music. Did you um, happen to check out David Byrne's exhibition that he did at the old Jun Lun? No. Where he he took one of those, uh, an old organ, and through, you know, air and pneumatic tubes and uh, whatever the science is on that, he had, he had um, the entire place rigged. So each key that you hit on the organ would mm-hmm. send a mallet into a, a girder or a structure oh, or nice. a wall or a big piece of... She, uh, she rock or even or, or a metal plating, and so the and the, he emptied the entire place. But if you if you've ever been to the, the old June Loon Theater, there are these mm-hmm. sort of balconies up there, and he put sort of sitting rooms and and things up there. But the entire place was empty, and you could play the building. Right. Yeah. No. I I, I was uh, we were in there <clears throat> yeah, after we, after it got shut down. Oh. We, we had a we had a connection. Who let us in? And uh, I was running a, a LARP at the time. Cool. And uh, so we got the run of the building after it had been emptied out, which was so much fun, man. And, that's awesome. And that was fantastic for what we were doing. We managed to. I seriously, I managed to go into every room and nook and cranny in that place that you weren't that you never were supposed to be. Yeah, able yeah. To do it. It was a it was a hoot and beautiful wow. place, beautiful place. Okay, should it, should we sip this? Yeah, I, I, I think everybody else. Well, Parent and I have, have you all already, sipped. I, I, I can't more. resist a Lafroy that long. Yeah, it's one of the, you know, one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, no, to, to, to get to get back to where we were, no, uh, yes. Yeah, it it definitely has a, yeah. an aggressive. That's a campfire going down my yeah, throat. Yeah, man. but it's nice, isn't it? The um, it is not at first. Like at first, it's a little, it's, it's a little angry. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> overpowering with the with the alcohol initially. Yeah. But when it sits, but yeah, but the finish is very beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, it's funny because I'm 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 desperately trying to find like interesting notes to well, I I I'm getting at this or I'm getting and I'm I'm I do find not that it's not unpleasantly overpoweringly smoky, and um. Peaty. No, it's, yeah. it's I'm it's enjoying it immensely. Yeah, the, the flavor but, is there, but it, it's not punching you in the face like what we had last time. Yeah. Um, it's reminding me uh, a, a lot about, um, I try to cook uh, well and do some experimenting, and there was a there's a salt sort of pepper smoke blend that was specifically made for fish and for uh, chicken. And this, this tastes like that smelled. Um, and so that, that, but that smoky feeling is just... 
Marvelous. Yeah, this 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 is. Lefroy thought you weren't going to be able. To I thought I was going to hate this. Lefroy <laughs> is definitely. Sorry, Tim. I'm not in your camp anymore. <laughs> that, is make, that makes two converts. We got Ian, and now we got Charles. This is excellent. Lefroy is definitely one of those that is ideal for a camping trip or a. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Something like a late November. Sit up by the fire and warm yourself, sort of. Yeah. yeah. It is not a delicate. No. Uh, no. We, we, we never have Lefroy at OmegaCon. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> OmegaCon is something I'm interested in. Oh, you should. There, now we have Omega Spring, too. Uh, oh, that reminds me, I have to say this that I have played a Lightbringer. Ah! Oh, yes. Excellent. <clears throat> I have played that game twice, actually. Yeah. Uh, that was years ago. But what I didn't do is I didn't do the cassette. Oh, so okay. when you guys played the when Matt played the cassette for you, I I never experienced that, so that was really interesting. Uh, but the Nick, game was the yeah. game was familiar and um, to, to 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 fill Dave who was looking questioningly um, <laughs> as when you were in Games with Oga. Yes, okay. um, I I yeah. did a, a guest appearance at one of the OmegaCon tapings of Geeks Without God, playing a Christian equivalent of Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Uh, I say equivalent because they would be very mad at me if I called it anything else. Um, it is not a role-playing game. No. It is also not a game. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you, you're, you're playing a character to some degree, but really what it is, is it's a means to try to get children to memorize Bible passages. Yeah, That's it really That's really is. all it is. Now, the second time I played, so we were gamers turn sort of, Christian, you know, so at the time, we're talking in the 80s, okay, and we're trying to make things that we loved, secular things we loved, be Christian. So, um, so of course, we were trying to make D&D Christian. So one of us would went through, the, went through all the pains to try to make it a role-playing game, and it, uh, it just didn't work. You know? <laughs> yeah. He made a map, and he had monsters set up, and we were using spiritual verses as spells, and it just... Yeah, yeah. But so, before we move on too much faster here, because they're, they're looking like they're adding water. Oh yes, I'm probably talking about good. the taste. Oh yeah, no, no. It's well, I thought we did. It's got a nice campfire I, smokiness to indeed. it. That and and I'll admit that, I'm not picking up much. Yeah, I, I, much else. To, to to me, there's a nice sharp bite right up front. Yep. With the alcohol hits, and then it it fades out, not in a you know it's gone kind of way, but in that nice. Yeah, it's got, a, it's got a nice, nice smooth finish. I'm still trying to figure out why you got coffee creamer there. Oh, okay, this isn't one. It's not creamer. It, it, it's coffee grounds. And you missed the last episode. Uh, Perrin made this wonderful suggestion. Um, he'd been to some other tastings where they would have bags of coffee beans to help reset your nose. Ah. Yeah. The um, coffee is is one of. of I, I couldn't tell you why, but coffee will <laughs> reset. Um, your your ability to smell things. Yeah. And um, I know I I work in IT, but I have my my education is in um, sensory taste systems. Okay. Um, the so I studied how rats taste, and let me tell you, with a little wish to share, they're not bad. Um, <laughs> three years of education, and all I got is one joke. Uh, but um, it's similar with the nose. I believe you get long term potentiation. On the taste buds, and certain um, certain responses get used to the point where they will stop responding, mm -hmm. and so um, other things will reset that. And it works. That's with, fascinating. With, I, I heard that before. Too, yeah. Science. And then 
Yes. While we're adding the water to touch base yeah, on the cassette uh, that he was referring well, to. Let me tell you look, how the oh, water. All right, yeah, water. It is a couple drops. There is no hard rule about the amount. Okay. And different people will do different amounts. Sure. Um, you, you want to add a fairly small amount of water. Okay. Because you're unlocking more of the flavor, but if you add too much, you, you just, just dilute it. it down. Right. And okay. So, so I'm yes. watching you pour ever yeah. so slightly. Dave just does a couple of drops, parents does a couple yeah. of drops. I do like a quick little run. I usually give him more because he doesn't have to drive too. So Okay. Yeah. But uh no, the, the, the cassette yeah. oh, that's good enough. A that uh yeah. <laughs> that, that Charles is referring to. I thought there was a spider is, crawling on my ankle. No, it's a cat. Is uh, crawling on my ankle. There's, there's actually a character creation thing that you go through that was on cassette and so right. basically um, sometimes your characters wouldn't even make it out of character creation. <laughs> nice. Oh, that reminds me of Traveler. I'm yes. sorry. Yes. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah. I've never played Traveler. Oh, Traveler was the fun. They came, out, they came out with a new edition, yeah. a D20 version, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just That's in character creation, at one point, you could get killed. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> you, you've gone Thick through this move. whole thing. I know, Thick you've move. gone through this whole thing of picking your stats and you're rolling through your different enlistments to, yeah. to gain skills, and oh, you're dead. Try again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, wow. I used to run Paranoia games. Oh, yes. Back when it was still on a D20 only. Yep. Mm-hmm. You didn't use anything else. And then now that mm, Moose, who took it over? Um... Who took it on? Do anybody remember? I don't remember what Craig Oswald will know. Craig, you're going to listen to this, and you're going to laugh at me. Anyway, somebody else took Paranoia over. Put it in the comments, Craig. Change, change some... Yeah, put it in the comments. Um, change the rules a bit. Made it a little more like other role-playing games and added some more dice and some more rules. And I don't know. There's something not as fun about it anymore. Yeah, I mean, Mark it's one thing to have a game innocent. where... That's <laughs> right. You know, ultraviolet clearance. Uh, <laughs> right where, <to> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where you're going to get... Bucked off, but it's part of the game. As part opposed to, I haven't even gotten to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, with water, the fruit really opens up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's almost all I can smell. Yeah, there's a lot of the peat and the smoke is not. And that's that's one of the things about water is you never know what it's going to do to the to the nose, the taste, or the finish. I mean, yeah. some of it just sort of weakens it. That's some sad. Of it. And I was... Some of it brings completely different. For, for, for me, I would say you, you lose a lot more of the smoke than the peat. There's still a little peat there, but the smoke is virtually gone. The fruit is definitely the forefront, though. And I find that, as a rum guy, I want to take very small sips of this, whereas with the rum, I would take bigger gulps. And it, this fills my mouth with the taste, uh, which is really interesting. Now, it's, I'm, for the taste, I'm still getting a very... A very strong um, mm-hmm. smoke and and peat, but getting more than that to consider what I'm getting, but it's definitely altered the. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm tasting more the the charred wood, um, kind of slightly like honeyed, really piece, just, like a sweet just 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 there's a sweetness just a in hint, there just a hint. somewhere. Yeah, it's just like maybe. maybe well, it, for picking, me, it's like a campfire. Maybe it's not honey. Burn like a actually like a, like a spice. I'm picking up. I have to admit, I'm picking Spicy up more pepper. of the sweet post. It's definitely spice. Mm-hmm. As, as part of the finish, I'm getting some of the sweet. Now, I never know if I'm getting that just because my I'm resetting from the the alcohol or not. I, I but think I'm getting a sweet fruit. Yeah, yeah I'm getting a, a sweet fruit and maybe 
Yeah, there's a there's a tinge of spiciness somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, gonna t- I'm gonna take back the honey. Yeah, it's just it's just more of a sweet fruit. It's it's not even a vanilla, although that's no. that's that's closer than the honey was. I'm looking for the right thing, and honestly, it's, I think it's my, an apple. My my diet is just so narrow. I need I need to eat more. I need things to go so back to Penzi's. I was at Penzi's this last weekend, and I need to walk through there, sort of sipping and smelling. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you uh, do you hold it in your mouth? Yeah, I, for I, I swish it around time. for as long as, long as I want. Uh, the thing you don't want to do is you don't want to drink it and then open your mouth because then all you'll taste is alcohol. Oh. So if you keep your mouth closed when you drink and. You can also savor it at different points of the of the mouth. You know, are you getting it towards the back of your tongue? Where I, I'm going to disagree slightly with Dave. What what I do is I, I I you know I do what he says at first, and then I'll take another step, and I will open my mouth on an exhale to see what my taste buds get. You don't want to be inhaling with right. your mouth open. <clears throat> exhale though, that that'll loose uh, another set of, of flavors on the palate. Although, <clears throat> if you're drinking whiskey and eating chocolate, you do want to open your mouth. Because that brings in a very fascinating yes. well, effect. And, and I will even disagree. We did that with fudge. With you guys. Really? Yeah, that's fun. Oh, yeah, I, will, that's fun. I will disagree slightly. Amazing chocolate. Once, <laughs> once, the alcohol, once the alcohol has burned off. You must know Pat from the Cali. Keep then. it white. <laughs> <laughs> once, once you have finished with the alcohol in your mouth, then opening your mouth and inhaling oh, yeah. brings yeah. in an interesting array of flavors. <clears throat> Yeah, there's a full range of things. To... And and I'm sorry it didn't happen this time, but next session, my wife has offered to make either from scratch shortbread, Ooh. or, uh, whiskey truffles. Oh my! And and when she first made whiskey truffles, and she was like, "Well, can I get some of your scotch or scotch truffles?" I I said I was like, "No," because I'm like, it's 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 like putting a great wine. Right in, uh, uh, yeah, wine is great in a, as a reduction or something. Sure, but you lose a lot of the the interesting flavors. Do you? I mean, surely um, isn't there like a like a cheaper scotch? Well, that well, that's what I was like. Kinda... I was like, you're probably not even going to be able to taste it. And I yeah. gave her some of my my least preferred scotch, and she made it, and I'm like, oh my god. Okay, next time you make these, you get the good scotch. Because you can really taste the scotch in the truffles. That's amazing. Very That's excellent. Yeah. That being said, I'm I'm thinking like, get a Dalmore Grand Reserve for it. Yeah. We, we 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 can tailor this shit because mm. we've got the experience now. For me, yeah. and, and I think others have um, have other gifts where they can taste it with the tongue. But for me, it's the bouquet. Mm-hmm. So it's really when it's going down for me and breathing out my nose. That's when I get a lot of the taste. I'm not, but for me, I don't think my tongue is very advanced. You talk to somebody like, um, like do you know Chris Ballas in town? Oh yeah, that <clears throat> that man has a, has taste buds. He can taste uh, amazing things. Really? Yeah. I I mean. He's told some amazing stories, but they usually didn't involve taste buds. They <laughs> usually involved uh, his culture. Oh, his and culinary just, sensitivity is really amazing. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll have to. He's a great cook himself. We'll have to see about getting him here at some point. I'm just gonna just make sure you don't leave a plunger out because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know. No, you don't. No. <laughs> no, no, you don't. So. Unless so now we're having crackers. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're all finished. So now we're having crackers. Cut it in the palate a little we're bit. A little so bit, uh, but we're past the coffee beans. Yeah, we're uh, 
We're cleaning out a little bit here. And this is so, like being at the perfume counter with your coffee bean. So, Charles did his, his uh, due diligence and listened to some episodes on the weekend, so he already knows this. But for you who might be listening for the first time, we score our scotches on a five-point scale. You'll probably read that. Three is the, med- is, is the medium. Five we reserve uh, for really good scotch, best shit ever. And one uh, I, I, I like lovingly call a war crime. Um, so... But before we go further, but before we, we we get to our actual scoring, we do need to read the tasting notes <clears throat> on the bottle. And, and the pretentious uh, tasting notes of the evening will be read by Aaron. Now, there are not actually pretentious tasting notes. However, there is a pretentious statement. Which is better. Which is better. <clears throat> this whiskey celebrates 18 years of our Friends of Lefroig program. The 2012 bottling combines some of the original liquid used to first create... Cardes, which I have to aside say, that sounds really gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Further matured and complemented with newer Lefroig spirit that has been fully matured in quarter casks. Non-chill filtered, blah, 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 meaningless. The most richly flavored of all Scotch whiskeys. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's really good, but we, I like how you blah blah certain things. It's like a Seinfeld yada yada. Can you yada yeah. yada certain I mean, things? Things like non chill filtered is whatever. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, nothing of particular note. Yeah, it means they filtered it, but it wasn't cold. Now let's talk about this original liquid stuff because <laughs> that does sound totally gross. However, however. Any any rum guy, friends of Lefroy, any rum guy that has had Louis the Sixteenth out of the bottle knows that that is old old rum, and there's very limited supply now. And I've drank some, so there's even less now. Um, and that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. So is it the same? I mean, do you think it's the same? I think what they did is... Is it like making yeast for bread and then keeping yeast around and, and like, keeping yeast around for 30 years and passing um, it down from grandmother to granddaughter and making bread out of it? It's it's it's, it's, it's weirdly cheating a little bit because, um, I mean, I don't see... This is, this is that, in my opinion, that weird um, mid-range of alcohols because... You have blended scotches, okay. where they will take the scotch from different distilleries, okay. um, and or different. Its distillery may have multiple lines going, and they'll blend them together. And they can be very good, but they are not generally distinct in their taste. Hmm. Uh, and then you have the single malts, which you know come from a single distillery. Uh, they are you. You almost always are able to tell you something about how old they are. And then there's this sort of weird thing they've been doing lately, not lately, but for a while, where this doesn't specify an age. The fact that it says it celebrates 18 years, and it's a 2012 bottling using some of the first, technically makes this not a single malt by age. So they can't put an age on it. They can't say this is a 12-year scotch or 20-year scotch, because what I think they did is they took some of some relatively tiny amount of whatever they did 18 bottled 18 years ago added that and then bottled it yeah so well, the, the, the 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 year they could put on it would have to be the youngest year that right in it and and for what this is that would kind of defeat the purpose and so it's right. better to just not bother with one it. thing i just noticed is this is 51.2 mm. so it's mm. not quite cast strength 
but it's, it's up there. It's, it's a strong scotch. 43 is what, between 40 and 43 is the normal percent. Mm-hmm. So this, 43 to 46, but yeah. No, no, well. So generally, what does it, what does aging a scotch do? Increase the price. No, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, it makes it smoother in theory, but there's no, it, it, it gets more wood sometimes. It really depends on the scotch, but you get less of the, uh, the medicine alcohol taste to it. Hmm. Like if you drink a John, if, if you do an experiment where you have a Johnny Walker Red and a Johnny Walker Black, yeah, um, a Johnny Walker Black is I think twelve year, and the Red 10 or twelve, ten or twelve, yeah, and the Red is five to eight dinner. Um, <laughs> it's uh, okay. It, I mean, you, you you know, and that's one of those ones where fairly cheaply you can perform a, a quick little science experiment that'll clean your drain. <laughs> we know where Dave stands. He's not wrong. You can and uh, and 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 figure out kind of how aging can affect a scotch. It it increases well. the complexity. Um, Sometimes, uh, usually, I was about to say usually. Um, I mean every every scotch is is different, and so the fifteen year. I mean, what people have to remember is that um, let's say this was Lafroig eighteen. Well, that's this year's Lafroig. That's that's the Lafroig 18 that was bottled 18 or, or um, casked roughly 18 years ago. Yeah. Uh, they don't age in the bottle. There's no point in having the bottle sit around for an extra five years. It's not going to change. Oh, that's it's only aging within the cask, yep. and that's because in the cask uh, you have because of heat and humidity you have the breathing. It's what's called breathing, and so you get the alcohol. Sort of passing in and out of the uh, the wood, plus picking up other aspects and going through a, a whole lot of different chemical processes. Um, and once you put it in the bottle, it just stops. It stops. So the longer it's in the wood, you tend to get more things happening. They often will also um, you you hear about double woods where they will um, take it out of the oak casks. Usually, oak is the the, the start. And they'll put it in, say, a port cask or a, I mean, they've gotten pretty fancy with sherry casks. Sherry there's, there, 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 there's a line of uh, scotches in Canada that I am going to be going out of my way to try to get a hold of one that finished in an ice wine barrel. Well, if, you, got one, if you need me. 21 years in an oak cask and four months in a rum cask, you'd like that one. And that's, that's interesting. That last that's the nice finishing, the Belvini Caribbean wow. cask is also finished in a round. The, the finishing cask, depending on how long, what it is, will give it a whole set of overtones mm-hmm. that it wouldn't have before. Um, and then you have a whole other layer of people do single cask, and every cask is slightly different. So mm-hmm. yes, you yes. know, um, we, we did that. See episode uh, five. Yep. <laughs> and and then you have, um, you know, they'll they'll normally blend the casks of one set of ages together. And uh, and then there's also a lot of debate. Is there a really, is there a significant difference between say a 20 or 23, 25 year and a 40 or something? Really? I have a, well, I have a friend who drinks a lot of scotch and yeah. he's had a lot of different ages and he is of the opinion, I don't, I haven't had enough opportunity to have an opinion of my own, um, that pretty much after about 20, 22, 25 you're just one. It's just yeah. It may change, but it's not going to change the several thousand dollars worth. Price point. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's I, really interesting. I yeah. was looking up most expensive scotches that are both rare and like 
not available on the market normally mm-hmm. versus the most expensive ones that are available. Um, and you're still looking at, you know, what's well, a $10,000 bottle of scotch? What the hell? The the top was uh, 450000 What the hell? And do, are there reviews of people who have drunk this stuff? Oh, they, yeah. I mean, well, the Yamazaki can anybody claim to have drank the, yeah, yeah. the Yamazaki 50? When, when, it, when it came out, what's the past tense of drink? Drank? Drunk? Drink? Drink? Drank? Guzzled. Drunk. Guzzled. Yeah. Go on. Uh, the Yamazaki 50 came out a few years ago, and <laughs> it, went, it, came, it was sold for a million yen. Which was about twelve thousand dollars, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I really thought about selling my car. <laughs> they sold out in forty-eight hours. Wow! Yeah, at twelve thousand dollars a bottle. Wow! And and a lot of it is the rarity. Yeah. I mean, for example, the the some of these really really expensive ones are, um, oh, they found one crate on mm-hmm. a shipwreck. Mm-hmm. Or it was the bottles that belonged to this duke, and he did it. Da, 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 and there's you know seven bottles left. Yeah. And you know there you get into the rarity. It's worth what someone will pay for it. Sure. Know? Versus the this is a rare. I mean the top end thirty year, forty year, but you can go to a store and buy it. Not every store, but those those get into the multiple hundreds. Huh. And you can certainly argue about whether. You know, getting a 30-year-old 30, 30 uh, whatever is that much better than a 20-year-old. Well, the McAllen 25 has doubled in price in the last few years. Really? Because they were, they were going for about... Uh, I got a buddy who, who drinks it like like there's... Like it's going out of style. <laughs> and uh, I wish it would. They'd be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, I used to get it for 300 bucks, and I don't even know what they're going for now because I'm afraid to, to finish my bottle because I don't want to spend the money. And so I looked it up on my phone and... Sure enough, it's the cheapest one I could find was six ninety nine. But you can find really nice scotches at a at a quite reasonable price. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, even you know, and even some of the cheap quote cheap ones, I enjoy. Oh yeah. I mean, there's some. You know, I, I had an Edradour eight, and eight is usually considered a really young scotch. Um, and it was drain cleaner. Yeah, I'm it, about drain cleaner. Drain cleaner. <laughs> it was really nice. I was very pleasantly surprised, and it was eighteen dollars. Yeah, now had, it probably is thirty now, but you know. Well, with with you know, it's eighteen dollars for an eight-year-old. Okay, I know where you're at. Yeah, the the uh, <laughs> bumps. The, the, the episodes we did with Bill Young, we we did um, some some Scotch and the, the, the cheap, and the the drum gouache was the clear winner for us. Um, that was that was quite tasty, and that bottle was under thirty. So, did you try the Thomason? Uh, we've done Thomason. Was, was that part of your? No, that was part of that. We, we we done that. No, the Scotch and the Sheep. We did the the Lismore, the Drumguish, the uh, Spayburn, and the Glenmorray. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Glenmorray. Glenmorray. There's a mixing Scotch. Yep. <laughs> That'd be a be great with some uh, some Perrier. But there, there's a there's a great Something example, like, a mixing scotch. Yeah. And so a scotch that you put things into. Scotch that it's only only redeeming quality is that it'd be it'd be all right in a mixed drink. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't really okay. taste it. Yeah. Yeah. You put it enough orange juice that it tastes like little cherry coke. This scotch good? would yeah. be great. <laughs> um, but there there's a good example of some of these eight and ten year old scotches. Their fifteen year old and eighteen year old elders are quite delicious. But the eight, ten-year-olds just aren't there yet. Yeah. All right. 
So are we going to score this, or do we... Let's do some scoring yeah, before, I, before I forget. Yeah, my, my place. Where, yeah, so all right. Well, since you're the forgetful one over there, apparently, you can go first. Yeah, um, no, I mean, of course, you know, I, I like Lefroig, so I uh, I have to treat this fairly well. Man, I usually keep a little bit for, for this part so I can smell it. But, uh, no, it was, it was good. I'm going to give it a 3-5. I, I like the stuff. Hmm. Um, I'll just leap in because I actually know what I'm going to say. All right, good work. Uh, I'm going to go with a three seven. I I enjoy uh, them as well, and I just found that a quite pleasant experience. Yeah, I, I dig in the Cordias. Um, I actually had gotten um, a bottle of it for our friend Darren's housewarming. Uh, Darren of the Scotch Club that the podcast kind of grew out of, and uh, it was it was well received. Um, I, I I I think. So this, did we try this at the at the club? Yeah, I think it was the seventh bottle of the night, so actually sure. um, it was kind of wasted. And Darren said later, you know, we I, tried I, it solo. I it was, swear was, I remember that. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was a busy night that night. No one went home. The uh, uh, the score for this one, I I have to give it a three eight. Uh, I I really dig on this one. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite Lafroy. I think I should really look. The, this one and the and the eighteen are really close. I'm pretty sure I gave the eighteen a higher score than, than this, but I'm I'm gonna stick with the three eight for now. Boy, the pressure's on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm never scored a drink before. I love all the the point and the decimal points. I'm I'm just gonna give it a flat three. I'm probably gonna give flat numbers for uh, for all of our pours throughout these quite reasonable these yeah. things. <clears throat> that works. So yeah, it was it was delicious and uh, lovely. Thank you guys. All right, so while Dave's get the second one going... Um, Was this when you do the question? No, we do the question at the end, Dave. Oh, I can never remember. Questions are for the end, Dave. <sighs> <sighs> do that every, like, every like time. 2001. Dave. Don't yes, do that, Dave. Dave, <laughs> Dave I don't, don't like that, that Dave. Dave. Dave, would you like some booze? <laughs> that, that, that was one of the outtakes. Some booze. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, that's there you are. There. So, uh, some more conversation with Charles here about what, what he is now. Uh, like I said, we, we met when he was doing uh, DHTV with me. Um, he, he was already there. I was brought in late uh, to, to do a, a very minor role. Um, a guest starring role. Yeah. Were you wearing a red shirt? <laughs> uh, very close. Uh, it was not me. quite. Uh, I, I, I was a minion to the goth father. Yeah, uh, the character um, that that was in. It was a very and... ambitious project that we were trying to put out on community television. What what year would you say that was? Uh, I was ninety eight. It yeah. must have been because Deba and I had started dating because she came on to to. <clears throat> what I remember about the, the 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 Power Ranger parody thing that was the sh- that was done in the show on the show is that they were auditioning for the new Suicidal Ranger, <laughs> and so we had a whole bunch of extras come on committing suicide in weird ways, and of course, when you audition, you die. And therefore, the auditions were not going so well. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, my girlfriend at the time, Deva, was one of the auditioners. Um, Out of a one for a phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so so that Funny. was a good joke. But but I think the the, the most memorable uh, early time I spent with Charles is I did not know he was going to be a performer in the Rocky Horror Show that the Phoenix was doing. Oh, when, that's right. When the cast uh, of the Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, shadow cast the transvestite soup. Uh, that we have here in the Twin Cities went to go see en masse and all of a sudden there's my friend Charles on stage mm-hmm. playing Riff Raff and I'm like yeah this is going to be awesome yeah we <laughs> we did 10 weeks of that show 
Ten weeks at that show. Was it only ten weeks? It felt like it felt like more. It did feel like more, but it was. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was a Thursday through Sunday show, so it just. I mean, that's what it was. Yeah, it just went on and on. But uh, uh, and sadly, the director of that, he, he is no longer with us. Oh. He, uh, Tim uh, sadly committed suicide, and and we dearly miss him. Um, sad to see him go. But that um, that was soon after that run. <clears throat> Or it was during the run. It was during the run. Oh, really? Wow. Um, but uh, that was fun. So I played Riff Raff, and I came to see your show. Yes. Yeah, so where you, they played you, the movie, you, and you guys came out. You, uh, I think you and I think Amanda, and mm-hmm. Steve was going to make it. I can't remember. Did he make it? I don't know if Steve made it. Steve's doing very well in L.A. right now. Excellent. It's and, good to hear. Uh, yeah. But and, I think Robert, Robert, who is now. Oh, yes, Robert. Robert, who now manages at Hell's Kitchen. Oh, right on. Yes, Dr. Frankenfurter is managing in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, and... Uh, a, a, Blow him a kiss. Some, somehow that seems apropos. <laughs> a, a, a good, uh, or, a, or a long-time friend of, of Dave and I, Nathan Getch, uh, he and I went to uh, at least one performance every week to do the callbacks, because after the first couple of weeks, we were told the nights we weren't there, we were missed, because they started playing with us. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert, in particular, playing Frankenfurter during the, during I'm Going Home, um, he had a look about him where he had a very Ziggy Stardust, uh, young David Bowie thing going. And so, um, as, as is done as for the callbacks, um, we say he looked like a young David Bowie. And he would lean into other audience members in the front row where he was and said, I pay them to say that. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and Steve was the uh, was the criminologist. And sometimes we would start a callback too early and he would let us just run with it. And he'd mock us for screwing it up. Um, it, it was it was great. We loved playing off of you guys. And we, and we loved that you guys welcomed us in. And so loved that, having you guys that was a lot of fun. I know the first time we were there, there were eight of us doing the callbacks and things got a little loud and we were drowning out the songs and not everyone on the cast took it well that first no, night not everybody but, but uh people but are very precious about their art sometimes. we worked it out well you know in, in fairness eight versus one it wasn't fair of us to that's true I get we're that. used to doing it with the movie it's tough so. to watch the dvd and all the callbacks because it just becomes this cacophony of noise and i eventually just shut it off and yeah. just watch the movie the, the thing is though that that uh, you have to say anyone who does the play and doesn't expect audience right or you have to don't you you're 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 going to be sadly disappointed in your expectations and the fun story with that um a friend of most of us at the table i i don't know if charles has met uh wendy bowlesby i know wendy okay Uh, she played columbia at the hay city's production (laughs) which i went to rocky horror show there was a particular callback that we usually do for columbia during the time warp in our show that she expressly Asked us, and when I say asked, yelled vehemently to not do. That's Wendy asking. Yes, that, well, that, that is Wendy asking. We love Wendy. Um, oh, good. But that's yeah. She she really disliked us doing well, that particular callback. What, what I found fascinating is I'm from San Diego originally, and the differences, regional differences in the show and the the the, the callbacks and everything. That's fascinating. Were, were really interesting. And my wife is from Detroit, where she attended a lot of the shows. And it's different from there to here. That's and I just, cool. I, I think it's just awesome. There's a lot of similarities. There's some classic, you know, this mm-hmm. is the the callback to that mm-hmm. that part. Mm-hmm. But there were just enough differences that she, wait, that's wrong. Yeah, we, <laughs> in, in, in my time on the cast, we had someone come up from Memphis and brought some of her callbacks. We've had someone come in from Madison, and she brought her callbacks. She's actually in charge of publicity for us now. Um, so we, we've had an interesting influx, and we... we 
mix it up a little bit. We have our signature line that happens uh, during the pool scene. Um, that that is gospel to us, and we we take it where where, where we go to, to do our bit, but we don't let anyone else have it. Um, and and most casts have that line. It's like no no this one is ours. You can enjoy it from time to time, but it is ours. And so uh, yeah, it's it, it's good times. And so I I think I've seen eight or nine different stage productions of. Mm-hmm. of the Rocky Horror Show. Interesting. Uh, but the first stage production I got to see was the one that Charles was in uh, at the oh. Phoenix. So um, well, I'm very pleased to pop your cherry. That, 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 was, that was a lovely endeavor, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad I got to see that. I've also seen Charles do uh, several other bits. He uh, <laughs> had the title role in Dracul. For, yeah. uh, that was with Walking Shadow, wasn't it? That's right. That that was quite awesome. Um, Thank you. You had a, a, a role in the Shakespearean Godfather, which was absolutely hilarious. Yes, Corleone. Mm-hmm. That was that was a good time. I'm still bitter about that. <laughs> Why? What are you bitter about? <laughs> waited waited in the cold for 45 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. All the seats are taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think I barely got into the second. No, no, the, to that I went the, to see. The, 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 there was there was a. Um, so that was a sold out night, or was that the fringe? That was the fringe. Okay. okay. And there was an oopsie, and they let basically uh, maybe half the audience. Strolled in with with spe- this. This is before they enforced the. Um, oh no! There's a limited number of seats that you can go to people not in line, which oh. is why there was a wee bitter, bitter. Oh, I ah. bitter. But congrats on a great show. Why? I thank you. That and we later did uh, a, a more of a full body version of it uh, at the Gremlin. And that theater. was the version I saw actually. That was lots of fun. Well, I, I did like the ball. Yeah, yeah, the bottle is yeah. sexy. The Ball Blair, nineteen ninety one Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. It's a pretty bottle. It's a very yeah, pretty bottle. I'm, well, I'm reading this one. I have been right, right. I was worried you were going to read the. No, thing, no, no, no. There's like, there's Surgeon General's warning. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh wait, no, it's a government warning. No, it's not even Surgeon General. I suppose it's because it's from Scotland. I was going to say, did this come from? Uh, no, according to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcohol. <laughs> um. In Get Canada, the government I out of our bottles. CBA, which I don't know what it officially stands for, but in my mind, it's always been and always will be the Canadian Booze Authority. Yep. Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna start. All right. So we've all got our nose, bar- our noses yeah. buried in these glasses. I'm I'm gonna be honest. The first, my first thought was vomit, and then the mm. vomit went away. I'm not getting notes of vomit. Stomach, stomach bile, and now that's gone away. And now, now it's like he's furrowed his brow. He's really smelling now. <laughs> now it's like c- cinnamon. I was just waiting. Pile. <laughs> Ooh, cranberries. Excellent. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I, that's where I was, man. I'm getting, I'm getting a little bit of the cinnamon. Uh, I'm getting some, some overripe fruits. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Not not rotten, but yeah, but but overripe. <laughs> All I have now is cranberries. <laughs> I, need get, I need to get you better glasses, man. I I, I can. Don't you like his glasses? The, oh, the these glasses. Oh, these glasses. Yeah. No, we're drinking out of. Because oh, here it is. Sorry. Yeah. Right. No, there. Um, what don't you like about these glasses? What would I, you call these glasses? I've got some really no nice. Balls. Yeah, I got some really no nice, nice oh. tumblers for. Oh, that's the IKEA. You mentioned that in a previous episode. Yeah. Last, I brought my swanky. My wife bought me a swanky tasting glass. I've got a, 
You have threatened this episode with our swanky glass before, and well, I don't see it. Well, see, here, here, here's the thing. I, I bought some um, mini brandy snifters that he didn't like either because he can't get oh. his nose in the glass. Oh, yeah. Dave, I, can't, Dave, I can't get my nose and my mouth in the glass. Dave's, Dave's particular about his glass. Yeah, beer. I've got a very nice Von Mars set sure. that we, we used for the, for the, the club, Scotch yeah. Club. And... Uh, I got I got them at a garage sale for five dollars. So that you Walmart can... has an excellent millinery section, by the way. Really? Yes. Uh, a what section? Millinery. I, what is that? Fine, fine ladies' headwear. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> Very good. Just now you know. <laughs> uh, so if um, you like a glass where you you can That's sit that. and your nose can be in there at the same time. Yeah, like a nice heavy base. Mm-hmm. You know, wide, straight up. Sort of, sort of yeah. deal. You know, yeah. we could get like a modified feed bag that oh, you could just like God. snap over your head. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's do this. Uh, well, and the name once again is ba- a Ball 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 Blair. Ball Blair, nineteen ninety-one. Ballin, ballin with the Blair. Ballin with the Blair. So yeah, this Island. is forty-three percent. So a much more single malt. Highland single malt Scotch nope. whiskey. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that different? Oh, I'm, am I reading? Am I cheating? No, no, no. no, no. Okay. There, there are there are five different six, six, ten. There's Highland, West Highland, Space. Well, okay. Well, if you're gonna get nuts on that. Well, uh, uh, nerd scope. Uh, traditionally, well, the, the, the classics, the classic four, are Highland, Lowland, Elay, and Speyside. Yeah. And then there's also Campbellton. Yeah. And. Island. I was going to say Camembert, but I <laughs> swear <laughs> Camembert. <laughs> That's because of our conversation. Yeah, and, 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 and of course the islands are all unique themselves. You've got you've got a couple of Orkneys, you've got Sky, you've got Jura. Yeah. Um, wasn't Camembert an old Eugene Levy character in SCTV? Probably. Or old Camembert. I think the, the old newscaster that he played on that. Okay, continue. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's, I think traditionally there are six now. Yeah, it's considered six. And then, uh, and then Highlands is broken into the Highland and the West Highland, yeah. although there's not a huge difference. You'll notice that this is paler than the other one because yes. Highlands are tri- typically triple filtered instead of double filtered, uh, which usually means that they're uh, weaker in, in taste and body, which this one doesn't smell weak at all, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. So <clears throat> because this is the first scotch I've tasted in, I'm sure, Simple. 15 years. Mm-hmm. The second scotch. The second scotch is, this is less than mm-hmm. yeah. the first one we we try. Yeah, the um, I don't get the the resonance of the finish. I don't get the resonance. Have you of, tasted it yet? Tasted. Yeah, I just took okay. a sip. Sorry, did I? Did I? No, 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 no. no. I, no, I'm, 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 I'm a right slow boat who's still trying to come up with something on the nose, and I just I, I don't have anything more to contribute. Oh, you're already right. we're still um, in the nose. No, well, no, 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 you guys no. move on. I'm the slow poke. He, okay. he, he's in charge of pacing because otherwise we'll never get there. Yeah, no, um, I, I usually I usually push it forward, so good. it's good that every um, podcast needs a p- pacing nutsy. I I have to say it has a very abbreviated finish. Yeah, no, it's 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 in and gone like a thief in the night. I get what you mean by that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, there are some scotches that have just, and I'm a big fan of the finish. Oh. I mean, that's my, in some ways, that's my favorite part of the drink because you get to just how you drink it, you're you're savoring it, and then there's this long enjoyment that I can have afterwards. Now, some scotches have kind of a, well, this has a very short finish. Mm-hmm. Some have a finish that I don't enjoy nearly as much, but um, 
you know, that just is a characteristic of the each scotch. Another vice I have that I don't imbibe in very much are cigars and pipes. And I have this very same feeling about the long-lasting taste that just lingers in the mouth after with a good tobacco. That, that'll that work out. Well, you should come to my... Uh, uh, to Winston Churchill Scotch and Cigar Night. Oh boy, have you been to the? Well, I keep talking about Laszlo's thing, Burn and Brew. That is, mm-hmm. they have the. There are these cool things. If you're not from Minneapolis or Minnesota, maybe you you've got them in your state. But this is lounge, and you just go to this lounge in Burnsville, and you watch TV and you plug in your laptop, and people take long lunches and they show up at this little shop, they can grab a cigar, and they just. Uh, you sit there in these huge lounge chairs, or there's this bar. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Cedius? Uh, well, what I'm getting on the finish for me is I'm getting like an or- and like a citrus and orange flavor. Yeah. I'm also getting a very like light leather note. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure yeah, how I was feel gonna, about that. I was going to say vinegar, but no, you're you're totally right on the leather. Up front, I think I'm getting hit with the leather, and I think that's that's why I'm I'm hating mm. the up front. But the finish has got that citrus note that helps balance it out. The finish is certainly superior to uh, to the body and the and the mouthfeel. And when was the last time you had leather in your mouth? Well, let's not talk about that. That's a it's fair talk. question. No, That's it, a it, fair it, question. It, it, it is a fair question. And, and Given her predilections, yes. And, and for a different podcast. And <laughs> fat life, maybe. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saddened to say I, I have found the taste unremarkable. You know, you can you can struggle in this one. I'm finding it it's like I can struggle to find something to identify, but it's it's not a bad flavor, but it's just unremarkable. Yeah, and that's honestly that's a characteristic of Highland. Yeah, yeah. So I I think previously personally, you know, it's it's, it's <laughs> you know it's, Highland because of how unremarkable it is. It's got to be true. Yeah, because they triple filter it, so they lose a lot of the a lot of the strength of body. In it, they're inoffensive. Yeah, yeah, they're they're totally they're totally drinkable. Yeah, I Again. I can enjoy I can enjoy drinking one. Yeah, you just don't go. Oh, let me tell you about this amazing scotch yeah, I had. That's that's exactly it. You it's, go. Oh, you have, you know. Yeah, um, I'll have some of that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> in, in, independent of the podcast and the Scotch Club, I had had a uh, bottle of the the Bubbler ninety seven, and. Uh, I, I, I ended up doing with it what I ended up doing with the Springbank. Um, and I was using it as a mixer, uh, mixer huh? with ginger ale. What, um, what Springbank did you have? The 15. <coughs> 16? 15. Is it 15? Or 15. Well, that's really good. We, we, I know you like the 21. Yeah. Or, or you, you recall liking the 21. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah we, we were highly disappointed with the 15. Though. The 15 yeah, we... was, was, was antiseptic and pine salt. Oh, it, was, wow. it was just oh, it was not terrible. pleasant. Terrible. And, and that was the other thing I was going to say about um, that was a nice the upfront taste of this to me. Was, there was a little bit of a medicinal yes. flavor to yes, it. Yes, there was a little bit of a medicinal in it. Um, I put a little water in it that didn't hasn't affected the nose at all, except weakened it a little bit. Yeah, still. I'm getting a little bit more medicinal in the nose now too. I think, but um, yeah, I, the the 97 was not particularly impressive, and I don't remember what ball blair they had out at the tasting last year. I don't think they had one this year, um, and I didn't care much for that either. And and the uh, distributor that was there was really trying to sell, mm-hmm. and like I think you're trying really hard because you know you have to. Yeah, I'm. I'm at, just getting. Everybody else is being social about pushing their product. He was being out there and it's like, 
Yeah, this is just a little bit of booze at this point. It's, there's no, the, the taste is pretty much washed out completely. And, you know, with a 43... It, um, brought, it brought the alcohol out a little bit yes. more for me. Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah. I'm done with mine. I didn't try it with water at all. But did you try it with water? Yeah, and it you're not missing much. <clears throat> no. I thought about not doing it too and just trying to sneak past, but... Kind of. Beside of anything else here with the water... No, it's not a flavor. There's a little bit of fruit, but there's hints of varying things that aren't really worth. You, it's sort of oh, that was a well, you know, I, 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 might, I might as well have been drinking a blend. The, the, there is a little bit something more here with the water, and I don't know. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty harsh. I'm I'm getting a little bit of an earthy, grassy bit in the finish now too. Yeah, I, I think that's tied to the the trail end of the leather. Mm. Ball Blair. Established in 1790, we, the most distant dwellers upon the earth, the last of the free, have been shielded by our remoteness and by the obscurity which has shrouded our name. Beyond us lies no nation but waves and rocks. And wow, that was great. That was so great. Oh my god! And and I think they're also they're also protected. Pompous bullshit. They're also protected. Oh well, that is pretty much the definition of Scott tasting notes. It's not even. It's also it's also protected by the innocuous lack of quality to their drink. Tasting notes. Bob Blair, nineteen ninety one, is golden honey in appearance. A full-bodied malt bullshit <clears throat> with aromas of oranges, grapefruit, and lemon. Hints of chocolate and leather can also be detected. It is. The American oak barrels used in the distillate's maturation lend a warm, toffee, vanilla fragrance. Yeah. On the palate, it is sweet, slightly spicy, with traces of butterscotch and orange. Mm. Smooth to Maybe. start leading to a long-lasting warming finish. The butterscotch, no, there's a little bit there. But I can see the butterscotch. Yeah. I mean the citrus. The, and, the, well, the, the grapefruit and the lemon. I am not going to get behind at all. Sure, whatever. It's citrus. The, 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 the chocolate. The, the thing is, with the water, I almost said there was maybe a little bit there. But the chocolate, fact that you couldn't bring yourself to to me makes yeah. the tasting note a lie. Well, well, well no. I, I think yeah. what it was is I chocolate plus leather. It's really hard to separate those two <laughs> because I, I, I well, it was more of a dark chocolate I was getting, and dark chocolate with that. I mean, it's, I've never had the two in combination before. Charles asked. I'm just gonna say that uh, <laughs> that it was just it, it was hard to separate the two, and so I, I, I'm willing to maybe give it the benefit of the doubt of the chocolate too. But I, I did not get the toffee in there anywhere. We totally got a free base chocolate again. Shit, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, that was great. Blew me away when I first tried it. I know, right? Blew me away. No way. How did you figure this out? I know. (laughs) Okay, score? So, uh, I'm going to go first. I'm not impressed. Um, This is the second ball blower I've had, and I I just, no, it's not my thing. Uh, I'm going to give it a a 2-3. It's not bad. It's just not that especially good. Um, It's inoffensive. You know, like we said, it's not a scotch where I'm going to go, 
Hey man, I had this great scotch last night. I had this, 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 and this. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say that. That's going to be talking about the LaCroix. <laughs> um, this one, it's something I did. It happened. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. You know, I'm not going to wake up calling the police in the morning or anything like that. But it, there's just nothing special about it, you know. And uh, I'm going to give it a 2-3. I'm I'm ricocheting between two two and two four because of everything that was just said, and you know I think because of the shortness of the finish and the fact that the finish is one of my favorite parts, I'm dropping a two two. Uh, for me, first impression is everything, and um, I don't like vomit. I don't like to drink vomit, so I'm giving it a one. Well, that's just because you haven't drunk good vomit. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I am new at this. Go. I'm a, I'm a oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the noise picks up quite. Oh, very good. Yes. Bit. Yeah. Thank play, you. Playing playing with this, I'm I'm probably gonna have to try to edit out some of that. But we'll see what I can do. Sure. Uh, All right. I, 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 no, well, <laughs> <laughs> fix well. it in post. Yeah, well. There's a lot of quotes in the air right now. Um, yeah, this, this is that whole. Is CDS gonna be responsible this week? The answer probably not. I have a date Sunday. I Stay tuned for. I got. Um, so he only has days. Yeah, <laughs> kind of busy week. It's sad. Anyway, um, so we traditionally uh, ask a question uh, of everyone uh, on the show uh, this week because I had hoped uh, we only have we only have one guest this week. The other guest we had hoped uh, was going to be here, uh, Gordon, also of um, TV TV, um, was not here. But the question I had prepared was was for the two of them because they, they work on that. Uh, I'm asking the table, what is your favorite puppet and or Muppet character? I mean, I, I know Muppet and puppet might be a distinction for you. Um, but what, what is your favorite fabricated character? <laughs> emphasis on the fabric. And emphasis on the fabric. I'll let, I'll, I'll let everyone ponder this one because I, I ask the questions and so I get time in advance to think about it. Um, Part of me wants to take the obvious geek answer and say Puppet Angel from that one episode in season five, but that's kind of a chancy answer. Um, so, so my real answer is probably uh, Montague the Ape from Greg the Bunny. Ah. I, I really enjoyed that character. I'm going to go with uh, old school standards. Um, Sam the Eagle is uh, oh, one of my favorite classic characters. Um and uh, and although I can't remember his name, and I'm very ashamed that I don't remember the puppet's name, I, I loved, and he made an appearance in the the new, not the new Muppet movie, but the last new Muppet movie, prominently. Um, the uh, the dark monster character uh, modeled after Vincent Price. Oh, yeah. oh yes, um, um, Uncle was it Uncle Edgar? Uh, no, no, it's Uncle... like something like Uncle creepy it's uncle, yeah 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 uncle i i bought like i bought the the figure it's it is i think uncle creepy yeah it might I, well be something like that it, it, somebody leave a comment if we're totally wrong about that but um i just i've always loved that guy i always lit up as a kid whenever he would make an appearance you know like during the alice cooper no yeah. uh, music mm-hmm. stuff or anything yeah the old nice i always just love the i love the monsters yeah i'm gonna keep with the muppets but i'm gonna go with sir didymus from labyrinth Nice. Well done. Because mm. he's just awesome. He is. <laughs> and his sense of smell is keen? Yes. My lady? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Rolf. Yes. Because, um, well, I've always loved Rolf. He always seemed like the 
the the sort of the the anchor to the Muppets. He's the he's the one who wasn't yeah. insane, and when, <laughs> ish. And when um, my June or my elementary school class did the No Money Back Guarantee Muppet Show cast album, <laughs> I got to do Rolf, the voice of wow. Rolf. Well, I cool. we we lip synced the whole thing, so uh, I've always had a fondness for Rolf. Terrific. Well done. So, um, as is traditional, we like to close the podcast with a toast. Uh, we, we always start with asking the guest if the guest has one. If you're not prepared, Dave's got his phone out, and he's on the website where he finds his toast. So, if you're not ready, we can, we can, <laughs> we can give you some time. We know you're going to be back again. So, I, uh, uh, A toast to those who love science and fear no gods. Here's us being prepared. Yeah. All right, watch <laughs> Hey, folks, Cedius here. Uh, I'm realizing now we forgot to pimp a few things before the show wrapped up. A um, couple of things. First and foremost, uh, Jenna Young, former guest of the podcast back in episodes. Five and six. Uh, she, uh, one of the co-hosts of Apropos of Nothing, will be remounting one of her fringe shows Friday and Saturday, March seventh and eighth. I believe both shows are seven p.m. at the Bryant Lake Bowl. It was an awesome show. Uh, I will be going again. Uh, also, Friday night at ten p.m., uh, Fearless Comedy Productions presents Big Fun Radio Fun Time, which is their radio show. So, if you're interested in doing the double feature of Jenna's show, Memoirs of a Welfare Queen, and Big Fun Radio Fun Time. I will also be at both. Now, it's March 7th, starting at 7, second show at 10 p.m. I'm going to try to get a bowling lane in between. Not sure if that's going to work, but anyone who wants to come hang out, that's cool. Uh, the other thing that I'd like to bring up is that I will again be doing stand-up at the Fearless Lab, which is going to be March 11th. It's a Tuesday uh, in the basement of Ginger Hop, a place called Honey, and... Uh, this will be my second set. We'll see if uh, it holds up to the, compared to the first. And uh, it should be a good time. So if you can make it out, that would be great. It's a pay-what-you-want show. So all you got to do is show up. They suggest a donation of 5 bucks. It's totally worth it. So hopefully I will see you there. Night, everyone. <laughs>